You are now entering the Mind Body Musings podcast. If you find yourself hungry for growth, eager for inspiration, and longing for self-improvement, welcome home. Hosted by motivational speaker and life coach Maddie Moon, you can be certain you will learn how to change your life in magical ways in each and every episode. Are you ready to stop caring what other people think? Is it time you break limiting beliefs and empower your whole being? Do you know how to use the one life you've been given to the absolute fullest? Join Maddie Moon and her inspirational guests every Wednesday for the life-altering discussions on freedom, vulnerability, abundance, and so much more. For more insight, grab your free gift on MaddieMoon.com and uncover your own once-in-a-lifetime greatness within. If you have kind words to say, feel free to leave a review on the show in iTunes or send your favorite episode to a friend. We look forward to hearing your insights and growing together in unexpected ways. And now, without further ado, here's your host. Host, Maddie Moon. Howdy, musingers, and welcome back to the Mind Body Musings podcast. Today is a solo episode with me and only me speaking about the gift of uncertainty, the gift in the space of feeling lost, the not knowing land. And I'm speaking on this because. Not only have I been transitioning through a period of, one could say lostness, we'll get into that in a minute, um, but also just a period of moving from one place, one version of myself into another version of myself. And this creates growing pains. This creates a, a second, third, or fourth 10th look at the way you've been doing things in your life a certain way and whether or not they still resonate with you. And the more I have shared this stage that I am in, the more I've been receiving feedback from people saying, oh my God, feels like the floor has been ripped out from underneath me. Oh my God, it feels like for one of the first times in my life, I really have no idea of what I want, who I am why I'm here, what's next. And it's so completely overwhelming. And because so many of us have been raised in a way to have everything under control, have everything on lockdown, have our T's crossed and our I's dotted, and there's all this self-righteousness within being someone that has all their shit together, all of a sudden when you feel like the floor beneath you has been ripped away, There is not only an identity crisis there of who am I if I don't have everything together, but there's also the fear of being less than. All these other people around me have direction and clarity. And what about me? I don't have any right now. Oh my God, they're more worthy than me. Or I'm not contributing to society or no one will love me, right? All of those doubts and thoughts, whatever your poison is that comes up whenever you feel insecure in an area, uh, without having that certainty, if you were raised to to believe that certainty is everything and it's it's more important to have everything under control than learn how to go with the ebb and flow of uncertainty, then yeah, it's going to be a very challenging time to be in that space. And I totally get it, totally understand or planners, right? America or other parts of the world. I'm sure just the world in general, uh, this world is made up of planners. We want to be planning things. We want to have our calendars 
predictable and understood at the beginning of the year, we hear about all these entrepreneurs that plan out their entire year in advance. People that have five-year plans, you know, we go to college as freshmen having to decide what we want to be in four years. We make commitments really early on before we have time to explore or discover or be in the unknown. We have to already predetermine where we're going to be in the future. And this pattern, the way that we do this, it doesn't just go away at all. In fact, it gets more and more intense. Whenever you're 25 and you've just entered that firm you really wanted to work in, then there's the promotion on the table and working your way up and then retirement funds. And we're always planning, planning, planning for the unknown, the unexpected, so that when the unknown and the unexpected arrive, we know what to do. We have a plan in place. We have our our storage facility that has all the canned goods and the flashlights and the water bottles, but we do this within our own brains. We try to have this safety basement where everything is cushioned and, and padded and safe and secure. And we have this for different pockets of our life. We have this for, what if something happens to my car? Well, I have a car fund. I have it ready to go in my savings. Well, what if something happens to my job? What if I get sick? Well, I've got this in place and this in place. I've saved my vacation days. I've saved my six, six, sick days. Excuse me. Um, what happens if, if I get heartbroken? Well, I've got this and this and this in place. And so, um, because that one's a little bit more unpredictable, what we typically do is close our hearts off in order to protect feeling heartbroken and that uncertainty, but that is a different podcast. All that said, we're doing all this planning in, in every area of our life, but what happens when our identity is what is uncertain? How we see ourselves, who we believe we are, or what's next in our life in a, in a bigger picture? Where do I want to live? Do I want to live here anymore? How do I feel about this person that I'm, I'm with, I'm married to? How do I feel about my belief system? Who is God to me? These bigger questions. We don't, we don't have emergency basement equipment gear safe room available for those things. And because we're so used to always having everything pre-planned and prepared and we're prepared for these times of emergencies, we think that when we enter these periods of questioning who we are, what we're doing in our life, we need to have a plan. And so instead of sitting in that space of uncertainty and being with it and creating intimacy with it and, and getting curious about it and taking our time, we try to rush it. We say, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen next. I need to figure it out. And then you might get an inkling of what happens next. And then before you know it, you're booking flights to go to that next place. And you are planning to break up with your partner for this adventure. And you're then thinking about, oh my God, now I got to find a new job. And like one thing needs, leads to the next. Before you know it, you have this entire new life that's on a piece of paper that you're planning out. And it's all for the sake of finding a plan. Does it really ring true to your heart? Is it really what you want? You probably don't know at that point because you got so carried away in the plan that you're not really slowing down and tapping into whether or not this actually is what you want. And sometimes what we need to know or what we need to do in order to know what we want is time, is take our time and not feel rushed. 
finally give ourselves the space to breathe and to question and to just be okay with not knowing also, not having a plan. And so that's the, that's the, that's the goal of what I'm, I want to say in this podcast is encouraging you to allow yourself to be planless. And I'll give you some tools in order to create grounding during these periods of transition or the periods before the transition where you, even don't, you don't even know where you're transitioning to. You just know a transition is on the horizon. But the first and foremost important thing is to know that periods of transition are crucial. We have an, a natural ebb and flow of life in everything. Ebb and flow of our sex drive, ebb and flow of our hormones, ebb and flow of our extroverted nature and our introverted nature, ebb and flow of sadness and joy and happiness, ebb and flow of our money, everything goes in waves. It's like a roller coaster. It's thrilling no matter what if you choose to be in it and allow it to surprise you. But there are ups and there are downs. There are rises and there are dips. Just like water has a natural wave and has a current, you're still moving. If you're a river, you're still moving, but there are going to be times that you're sloshing up and you're sloshing down. And it's normal. And if you always expected to be in an ebb and never in a flow, life would be incredibly predictable. While it may sound easier, you would be insane. You'd go insane if everything was always the same and everything was predictable and there were no surprises. Um, I have little awareness around this because I haven't gone to one of his live events, but Tony Robbins does talk about something called the six core human needs. Um... If I'm saying this correctly, they are certainty, significance, love, growth, contribution, and of course, uncertainty. So the two that I wanted to talk about is certainty and uncertainty. To some extent, one of our core human needs is to have certainty. We want to know that we will have a roof over our heads. We want to know that we have a job. We want to know that when we wake up in the morning, we will be healthy. We want to know that there will be food in our kitchen. We need to have a certain level of certainty to be able to function or we would always be in a fight or flight response. There needs to be security. There needs to be stability. There needs to be a baseline of knowing we are taken care of. If you're so busy fending for your life and trying to stay alive, there's no way you're going to be able to have room for anything else like dating and love and creativity and enjoying and pleasure and slowing down and let just freaking letting your cortisol levels like relax. There would be none of that if there was no certainty. So certainty is very important. But at the same time, we have a core human need for uncertainty, not knowing what's next. If I knew exactly where I was going to be when I was 28, so much mystery is gone. So much excitement is gone. It's almost like I immediately have this, oh, what's the point feeling. Could you imagine if we all knew from the moment we were born how we were going to die? How would you feel about that if you knew what your entire life was going to look like, including how you were going to die? If you knew you were going to die young, would you even bother trying to create trying to live? I mean, maybe you would actually totally live if you knew you were going to die young. You would live, live, live. But for some people, maybe it'd be the opposite effect. It's what, what, what's the point? 
I'm going to die young. Well, why bother? Why, why get excited about love if I know it's not going to last my, you know, 50 years, 60 years. So there's different reactions, but every single human being needs uncertainty in our life. It keeps us growing. It keeps us excited. It keeps the mystery alive. If you're single, it's kind of exciting not knowing who your partner is going to be that you're going to get married to if marriage is in your plan. If you are married and you don't have a child yet, it's kind of exciting if you plan to have a child. Who's your child going to be? You don't know. It's it's a period of exploration and discovery. If you're about to go on a big trip, it's the reason why we go travel is because we don't know what we're going to see. And it's exciting. It's new. It's an adventure. You have no idea what's in store. There and back again, A Hobbit's Tale by Bilbo Baggins, right? If he didn't know, if Bilbo Baggins didn't know where he was going on that quest, see the dragon and all that, he'd probably just stay inside of his little hobbit house because he'd be like, well, I already know what's going to happen. I've already read the whole story. Whatever, it's fine. It's cool, but I might as well just stay here in my little comfort zone, my comfort realm. We're all being, we would all be little hobbits if we knew what was going to happen in our life. We wouldn't go on these quests. We wouldn't go on these adventures. I mean, granted, hobbits do go on quests and adventures, obviously. They just need a little bit of, of motiv- extra motivation. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm getting way down my, my, uh, my rabbit hole here. Once I go down the hobbit rabbit hole, there is coming back. I'm coming back now. But anyways, a very crucial component of being a thriving human being is having a level of uncertainty, not knowing what's next. And this is something that we learn as adults unless we were given parents who totally thrive in a period of uncertainty and can also create safety in in uncertainty. There's a difference. Some people, some of you listeners, were raised with parents who had no stability and totally lived in uncertainty, but it wasn't healthy. It was fearful. It's, am I going to be safe? Am I going to be loved? Am I going to have my needs taken care of? Uncertainty paired with uncertainty is not good. Uncertainty paired with certainty is good. That's when you know that you're, you have parents that are going to put a roof over your head, food in your belly, show up for you and love you. And they're also okay with taking you on a trip where there's some unknowns. If you don't have food in your belly and there is no uncertainty, you don't know if you're going to have a roof over your head and the love is here and there. You don't know if you're always going to have that. Totally different. And for people who have that kind of experience in their life, a stage of uncertainty may be like a double threat, extremely threatening and extremely identity shattering, fearful. Uncertainty to you could mean an entire, your entire family system and your programming could be shattered when one little thing of uncertainty happens, when your job feels threatened, when your relationship feels threatened. If you struggle with issues of abandonment, physically or emotionally or spiritually, something like that could set off an entire domino effect of the fear of uncertainty and, and encourage you to spiral, spiral into whatever coping mechanism you use, such as eating disorder, addiction, drugs, shopping, sex. And that those are the things that can remain constant. So you search for a constant because you're so uncomfortable and fearful of uncertainty. 
And this is a response that's much deeper than what's happening in your brain. This is a response that's happening within your body. Your body is craving safety. Now that might not be your experience. Your experience could merely be that you were raised in a very consistent household with love and you always had food in your belly and a roof over your head, but you were raised to be perfect. Perfectionism, do everything right, get great grades, look perfect, be perfect, represent the family perfectly. And then there's all this additional pressure. And so you're uncomfortable with uncertainty because you were raised to have your plan, to always have your ducks in a row, to be organized, to be very clean, very neat, very prim and proper, have every hair in place, kind of like a Stepford wife. I have so been there, that need to have a pristine apartment, a pristine body, a pristine outfit. Everything must match. If something is out of place, it will bother me and decrease my confidence. I'm saying that in present tense. This is more or less the way I was five years ago, though this is a shadow side that still comes up. Definitely. I know that I like to be seen as put together with my friends. And, and it's not so much of what my friends think, but it's more of what I think about myself. It's, it's all internal. It's all inside. And so periods of uncertainty because, so one thing I, I've been told most of my life is I know myself very well. And I've always taken a lot of pride around that. My father has always told me, Madeline, you know yourself more than anyone I have ever met in my life. And that always made me feel really good. I love being the person that knows herself. I know what I want. I know what I like, I know what I don't like, I know what direction I go in. When I was in high school, I graduated school a year early because I was simply done with it and I put my mind to it and I graduated early. When I was ready to go from one college to the next college and transfer, even though I didn't know a single soul, done. Did it, did it without even telling people, just applied, got in and made the move. When I was ready to move to Colorado, I moved within 48 hours of even having the idea to go to Boulder. I just packed up my bags and left. Like it's just very easy for me to feel strong in my intuition. My intuition says this is what's next and I say, all right, let's do it. And I don't, stay, I don't stick around to let the fears hold me back. And so I've always had a lot of, this is my light shadow. This is a very strong quality about myself as I know what I want. If I want to create a podcast, done. I don't sit and think about it and ponder the should I, should I not, should I, just do it. But... When there are instances I don't have that strong intuition, rather than being kind to myself and sitting in that and wondering, oh, I don't have my intuition strong here like I do in other areas. That's okay. Let's just feel into it. I, in my past, have totally freaked out. And that's when I got into bodybuilding and eating disorders and control. For all those things that were unknown, I would need a coping mechanism. I would need to control, control, control. It was extreme. Either I really had this extreme connection with my intuition of what was next, or I had an extreme disconnect. And there was no middle ground. There was no room for exploration or the unknown. And I'm not necessarily saying that this was taught to me by any childhood upbringing or anything like that. This could just be how I, how I am, and maybe it was influenced by behaviors in my childhood or programming. Not really sure. Don't really know. Don't really care. All I know is that right now, at this period of my life, I'm being faced with deeper instances of uncertainty, and I have neither one of those extreme 
reactions. I don't have an extreme coping mechanism because I'm, you know, been there, done that. And I also don't have an extreme connection with my intuition around what's next. So this is an opportunity for me and for anyone listening to this that's in that same space, which I have a feeling is, is you. <laughs> I feel that collectively our entire world is waking up on a universal level, but also on a personal individual level. Our world is changing energetically on a micro level. I think a lot of good is happening because a lot of us are waking up to how can we unconditionally love? How can we love ourselves? How can we create more emotional safety with men and allow themselves to feel their feelings? How can more women feel body positive? Like on a, on a individual level, there's a lot of great things happening. More podcasts, more information, more great books are coming out, more seminars and coaches are out there. It's great. We're all, we're all really working on ourselves. And simultaneously, I'll speak for America. On a macro level, there's a lot of scary things happening. Families being ripped apart, a president who we never really know how we're going to wake up, what we're going to wake up to when we open up our newspapers or turn on the news. It's, it's a lot of uncertainty there, and, and we feel like we are not in, in any kind of control here. We can send in letters, we can donate money, we can call, but we have a lot of power in one man that we don't know if he has our back, right? A lot of us are fearful around that. And I'm not getting into politics here. Whether you're Republican or you're Democratic or you're a libertarian, whatever you happen to be, I think to some extent, most all of us are still have that feeling of uncertainty in our political climate. So all we really can do right now is continue to keep up with what's happening in our world, do the best that we can contri to contribute positively and also consistently work on ourselves. And so bringing this back in, going back over to the feeling of, of being lost, what I was writing, I wrote on my Instagram today, I put up a quote and I said, let your, let your desire be your North Star right now. Let your desire and your love and your longing be your North Star in life rather than sticking to your blueprints or trying to create a blueprint right now, what can you do that does feel good? So here's, here's my, my number one tip right now. I have two tips actually that I'll share for this feeling of, of uh, uncertainty and lost, feeling lost. The first tip is find what you do know. Find what you are certain about. While you may have questions and confusion around really big topics there's always something you do know I was reading an article by a recent guest on the podcast Kendra who I've mentioned quite a few times I she's one of my teachers she wrote an article that I will make sure I have included in the show notes of this episode and um, the article was on understanding and cultivating your intuition it's brilliant. Just go read it. But what I will share about this article that that I took away that was really motivating for me is she speaks on instead of getting lost in, let's say, for example, you're not feeling certain about a, a partnership. This is Kendra's example. She wasn't feeling certain about a relationship, a partnership, and she was getting very overwhelmed with all the steps. Okay, if you're not certain about a relationship or partnership, what does that mean? What is, what is the story that we tell ourselves? Okay, well, it means that we're going to have to move out and we're going to be on our own and then we only have our own income and then we probably have to move to a city that 
that you can live in with a lower income and then maybe even have to find a new job. And if you have to find a new job, do you have to have new friends and then blah, 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 blah. Instead of finding the one thing that we do know, we try to build an entire blueprint of what our feeling means. If you're not feeling settled in a partnership, it must mean that all these other things are going to happen, these 500 other things. And then what happens really is paralysis by analysis. We get so caught up in all of this planning and confusion and lostness and, and fear that we become paralyzed from making any decision at all. And so in, when you are on the path of understanding and cultivating your intuition, one of the number one things you can do is ask yourself, what do I know? What's the one thing that I know and how can I stop there? How can I stop there? So for me, what I have been feeling recently is an unsettling nature with where I live in Colorado. And I have been extremely uncomfortable with that because if I'm not comfortable with where I live, then that means I'm going to have to put everything in storage or pack everything up or I'm going to lose all my friends and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and what's the point of life and blah, blah, blah. This period of uncertainty is so scary. I got to create a blueprint. And so for me, applying this wisdom to my life, all I know right now is that I don't, I'm not thriving here where I live. And that's it. That's the only place I have to go right now. I know for certain something about where I live doesn't feel aligned with me. The rest, what that actually means, whether or not that means I'm going to move or I'm going to just simply find another part of the city to live in or another part of the state to live in or whether this is just a fleeting feeling, I don't know, don't care. I'm just sticking with the one thing that I know for certain in this moment, what my intuition is saying and stopping there. Don't feel, I don't feel good. I'm not thriving where I'm currently living. And what that doesn't mean is ne doesn't necessarily mean Boulder. It just means right here in this apartment, right here in this apartment, July 17th is when I'm recording this. I don't feel aligned with this spot. That's all. What happens next? I don't know, but I'm not making any commitments. I'm not committing to another year-long lease somewhere. I'm not committing to anyone that wants me to come visit them or traveling plans. I'm making no commitments. And I think that's also key. So wherever you are in life, let's say that you have a, a relationship you're experiencing and something feels off and it's creating anxiety and it's frustrating you and nothing seems to work. What is certain for you right now? It could be, I don't feel happy in this partnership, and then stop there. You do not have to create a story around it. You do not have to create additional meanings, and you do not have to create a blueprint or a guide for what that means. Being unhappy in your partnership doesn't mean there has to be a breakup. It doesn't mean there has to be a seminar in your future together. It doesn't mean you have to move out. It doesn't mean anything. It just means what it means. Find the one part of your situation in life that is certain. Maybe it's your career. You can just stop with, I don't feel satisfied in my current career and stop there. One thing at a time. If you want to cultivate your intuition, don't overwhelm it with predetermining everything about it. Allow your intuition to lead you. So by me making one statement, one understanding, grasping one thing in my life, I'm allowing my intuition to show me what's next rather than my brain, my headspace, convincing me what that means I should do next. I hope this is all 
connecting some dots within your brain. Because when you when you find one thing in your intuition, like you find one thing that you're you're feeling connected to. Let's say maybe going back to the story I had earlier, like you want to graduate from school early. I don't know. We've got lots of different ages listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to graduate from school school early. So you can stop there with I want I'm not I'm not into 4 years of high school. Stop there. Three years of high school is what I want to do. Stop there. And so instead of going crazy, predetermining everything of what that means, that means you have to send out all these applications, that means you need to get a head start in college, or that means you need to go to trade school, or that means you need to hire a coach, or that means you need to just stop with the one thing you know. Because you are in a period of uncertainty. And whenever you try to find one place of certainty and then also have a million other things after that, you are no longer sitting in the space of uncertainty. You're predetermining everything. So anything that could be discovered to you during this time is robbed. There's no space. There's no experimentation or testing or learning. Your brain is telling you what's next rather than allowing your intuition and your heart to guide you into what's next. When we're not in a period of uncertainty, when we rush ourselves out of it, so let's pretend like our entire life was full of certainty. Someone decided everything that was going to happen in our life from every single day down to when we're going to go to the bathroom and what we're going to eat. Like just imagine everything as being certain. There would be no adventure, no excitement. If you go on a camping trip, you know every single thing that's going to happen. There's no need for you to make any decisions yourself because everything's been predetermined for you. There's no need for faith. At its deepest core, there's no need for the divine. If you know where you're going, you know what's happening after, you know everything about the afterlife, you know your past life, you know your future life, you know every single thing about the divine, there's no mystery, nothing. I even feel like I am gray right now. There's no color, just imagining that. And imagining that also then on the flip side makes me so grateful for the uncertainty that I'm currently in, that you are currently in, that our world is always in. We are always in uncertainty. Even when you think you have everything under control, you really don't. Anything could happen at any moment. Anything. So the first thing that I said is find what you do know in any given moment or situation. Tonight, if you start getting frustrated or fearful, just stop and say, what do I know? I know that right now I'm frustrated and you can stop there. You don't have to create meaning around it. You don't have to say I'm frustrated because this person did this thing to me. I'm frustrated because of this and this and this. You can just stop with I'm frustrated. I'm pissed. I'm sad. I'm emotional. There's no story around it. It just is what it is. What do you know right now? And then the next thing is if when you're feeling in this period of uncertainty, check in with your body to feel grounded to the earth as often as possible because you always have the earth underneath your feet you always have gravity pulling you down even when you're a plane you're not floating off into space you are still grounded by mother earth and that is the original mother the mother of our planet mother earth nature she loves you she is comforting you she is here for you she's always underneath you holding you One exercise that you can do in any moment where you're starting to feel panic arise and you want to go into blueprint mode, gently just sit somewhere, sit on your bed or sit on a couch or sit on your yoga mat and imagine that your pelvis 
has roots coming out underneath you, grounding into the earth, into the ground, going deep, 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 deep to the center core of the earth. So you have roots that are connecting you all the way from your hips, all the way from your pelvic area, your pelvic floor, going deep into the earth, deep into the ground. These roots are alongside roots from our trees, the soil, all the way into the core, the heat of the earth, the center of the earth. We are always connected to Mother Earth. We are one with Mother Earth, especially you ladies. I've talked about this before, us women. Our bodies are the same as Mother Earth. We are life. We are life-giving. We are birthing. We can birth and we are also food. The two things that our nature is. Nature is life and nature is food. We are, we are life. We are food. So look at this period of uncertainty as a gift. It's a gift of evolution. You are allowed to evolve as a human being. And what happens in uncertainty at its core is us just going through a period of not knowing what's next, maybe not knowing who we are, going into a new chapter. That's what it is. It's allowing the evolution of a new chapter. And if you use your brain to consistently try to understand where you are, who you are, what's happening, there is no comfort zone stretching. There is no evolution of your soul. There is no what's next. And that's what's so exciting about life. I don't know where I'm going to be in a year. I might have a completely different direction with my life. I could look very differently. I could have a whole bunch more tattoos and more piercings and red hair. And I could only dress a certain way. And I might be doing burlesque. I don't know. And that's what's exciting. But if we're trying to constantly predetermine with our brain where we're going to be, we rob these periods of uncertainty. One Instagram quote that I posted recently, it wasn't my original quote of someone else's, but I posted it and it had a really big response. So I wanted to read it here as closing. Embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title until much later. Know that. When you hear these adventurous stories of people who met the love of their life at a club one night and were married 48 hours later and then they went off and they had an adventure and it's, it's, it's your parents. Maybe those are, that's the story of your parents. I actually have heard that story and I thought it was beautiful. Or you go on a vacation and one thing leads to, the, leads to the next and you end up staying there for six months, a year. You're still in Bali. I have a friend that's done that. Maybe you go on a camping trip and it turns into a month-long camping trip with people you didn't even know. Those are beautiful stories. Or, or maybe it's just that you're waking up and you're living in your apartment and you're having your daily life and you're going to your nine to five job, but there's still those micro small things that make life exciting. That person you met when you went to the bar the other night that ended up being a beautiful best friend or a date. That idea you had when you were walking your dog that could turn into an entire book. That person that you met that introduced you to another person who introduced you to another person who you got coffee with that ended up being a person that introduced you to somebody else that led you into a beautiful chapter into your life. Be open to possibility and see how many instances in life are uncertain that you still will go along with. We actually live in a very, very, very vast space of uncertainty. We just don't always see it. But then when those bigger things happen, then we're like, oh my God, I'm lost. 
But as I said this morning when I was writing on my Instagram, sometimes we label lost. We, we, sometimes we label a situation as lost when in reality, it's actually just a refusal of your real desire. We say we're lost when we're fighting our intuition. We say we're lost when we're fighting our desire. So if you don't want to be lost anymore, stop fighting your desire. Stop fighting that intuition that's telling you what's next. Know the one thing you can know right now and allow your intuition to reveal to you the next part after that. Okay, in closing, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it. I hope you gained something from it. If you did, please let me know by leaving a review on my iTunes show, going over to iTunes, clicking ratings and reviews, write a review, leave five stars if you want, and then write your thoughts on this episode or head on over to Instagram. Look for the photo for this episode, episode 215. Comment below what your biggest takeaway was. Maybe share with me and everyone else what uncertain space you're in and what's the one thing you do know it's the one thing you can hold on to if you want to check out any books if you want to get a free 30-day trial on audible a free audible book go to audibletrial.com slash mind body musings you can get that at any time get your free audio book and i will see you guys very soon (music) 